Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about why stillness helps you become radiant. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so there's a quote I love by Morgan Freeman, the actor. He says, learning how to be still, to really be still and let life happen, that stillness becomes radiance. I'll say it again. Learning how to be still, to really be still and let life happen, that stillness becomes radiance. So let's break this down. Radiance is an interesting word, and I think for us to explore what this definition might be, or this quote might be pointing to, we should first look at what radiance means. There's a lot of different ways to describe it. I found different definitions, but here are a few words that come up when you look up radiance. Brightness, brilliance, lightness, great happiness, that is apparent in someone's expression, a glowing quality. So I think most of those make sense or they're intuitive when we think of radiance. And I think this is the kind of radiance that Morgan Freeman is connecting to stillness in that quote. But how does stillness create this kind of radiance? What is the connection there? Well, to start answering that, I think we first need to look at what is the opposite of radiance. And so if radiance has this glowing outward quality, I would say the opposite of that would be more of a pulling in, a, a sucking in. So if our presence is radiant, we are, we're emanating, we are flowing over. If it's the opposite of that, we're kind of pulling in, we're sucking in. And so I think it's fair to say that uh, this emanating comes from fullness and this pulling quality, the opposite of this radiance, comes from emptiness. And so what does this still have to do with stillness? Well, when you are practicing stillness, let's just think of it in a basic way, just purely being still as if you would in meditation where you, you're grounding yourself, you're relaxing into this moment, and you are just being aware of and being with experience as it, it comes and it goes moving through you. When you are doing that, you are holding your life. You are intimately connected with. You are receiving and releasing life as it is moving through you. A thought arises, an emotion arises, a sensation arises, a sound arises. It's all coming up, it's arising, it's being felt, it's being held in a moment of presence. So you're not avoiding it, you're not running from it, pushing against it. You're also not grasping at it, 
You're not trying to hold on to it. So it's existing in that way. You're, you're holding it by just being with the experience. And then it is transitioning in its own way through its own nature. A sound arises and it passes and it meets your presence without grasping, without pushing away. An emotion comes and it goes. Anger, we feel it, we hold it, it expresses, and then it passes. Without creating extra tension, shouldn't be here, right? Tightness, or holding on to, oh, I should stay angry. It just exists in the container, the vastness of you, and you're softening, and you're holding, and you're being with in the same way that nature just has this boundless space to exist and to be with full permission. And so when when you're taking that orientation to your experience, the, the act of, the essence of being alive is the thing that fills you up. It's not the particular construction of a moment that arises and then your mind goes, oh, I like that, now I'm full, like let's keep it here, right? That can never fill you up, it's always temporary and any sense of it filling you up is delusional, it's just being caught up in a chemical cocktail of having what you want, so it's a fragile kind of fullness and maybe you've experienced this fragile kind of fullness with other people who Uh, or even yourself at times, where it's like, I need things to be a certain way in order to feel okay. And you're around them when they're bubbly and kind of happy because things in their life are going well. But you can feel that it's not like full. It's not deep. There's a fragility to it, even though there's a, a smile on the person's face. You know, you contrast that maybe with another person who's really been like put through the ringer of life, and they've just had to soften and open and be and in a sense like take it like they've taken life because they've had to but it's um and and it's worn them down in a way but worn them down in a way that's like soften them and open them and tenderize the heart and they're just able to stand in their life with this humility and openness and presence and when you're around that person you can you can feel the layers of them the depth of them. There's a a solidity, a rootedness, where they can experience joy and the goodness that may be there, but they're not grasping at it. It's not this desperate clinging. And you can also sense in them that like, yeah, if something were to go wrong, there's, there's a quality in them that would be steady through that, that their identity and their sense of self and their well-being, contentment, is not just going to be easily perturbed by some shift in experience. Have you had that experience with someone? Sometimes we feel it with our elders. Uh, sometimes you might feel it with someone who has a, a contemplative practice. Um, but I think we all have like come in contact with people like that. And so... To tie this all into stillness, as I, I started to do, right, the, the practice of moving into stillness is the practice of opening up and being with the flow of your life and not being caught in the, the usual push-pull relationship to your life where 
we're trying to get something in order to be filled up and chasing something. That'll be it. That'll be it. That'll be it. And then we get it and we're kind of happy and then it passes and then we're not right. That there's, um, we're like temporarily filling ourselves up and then quickly getting depleted. It's a very fragile depth. It's a very fragile. It's not deep. It's a fragile presence. It's a fragile happiness. It's superficial and it doesn't really radiate. It's not radiance because there's not much to radiate. You might have this like buzzing quality when you're, you're, you know, you're really excited about something or something good happens. You could feel that in another person. You could feel their, their excitement and then their enthusiasm, but it's not really offered to you. You don't necessarily get filled up by it. Maybe if it's like your child or your grandchild or something, you might see them and feel happy. But you contrast that with this other kind of radiance that, you know, it comes from someone who is just being with, where life is just has full space and permission to move through them freely. It's felt, it's experienced, it's held. They're touched by it, and then it moves through, as we do when we're still, when we're not running from ourselves, when we're not holding on to a particular experience, when we're not constantly chasing or trying to get into the next moment. We develop that that groundedness, that rootedness, that full permission to experience ourselves, and then we take that into the world, and others can sense it. It gives them permission to feel themselves because you're not getting caught up in your own inner snags when something goes off and then you get depleted and then you know you need to manipulate the moment or another person in order to get filled back up. That's not radiant. You know that's that's graspy and and it it has an empty quality to it. And people can perceive it. But when life has the permission to move through you, it. It's like this energy is just recirculating and your your presence gets bigger and softer and more inviting and there's a fullness that emerges that in my experience it's like you start to pour over and your presence becomes an offering to others i've felt the opposite of that in myself when i'm depleted and I don't have energy and I don't feel like I have much to give and maybe I haven't been taking care of myself well. And I feel like, oh yeah, when I'm around others, kind of maybe like using them to fill myself up in a way, trying to get something or I'm just, you know, kind of sucking energy. You hear that term energy vampires um, or hungry ghosts where it's just like constantly need something but never actually get filled up. I've also experienced when I am uh, really nourishing myself in that way that when I'm interacting with others is, oh, my experience with them is different as if they're experiencing me differently and I'm just kind of showing up in myself, holding my life in a, a free but also boundaried way and by just being fully in myself and creating that internal space for life to come through and to soften around it, it as it does, uh, that becomes an offering to others. And, you know, 
there's probably all these different levels that people experience it, the psychological and your body language, all these things. But I could just say it's it's something that we can feel. It's an energetic sense. It's a felt sense in another person. And so all right, we go back to this original quote by Morgan Freeman, learning how to be still, to really be still and to let life happen. That stillness becomes radiance. So that's how I think it happens. When you are still, you have to confront all the ways that you've been running. And usually we run from ourselves when there's something uncomfortable. And usually there's something uncomfortable because we feel empty or we're wounded. And when that happens, we're trying to get stuff externally, but that becomes manipulative or we're grasping for energy from other people. So that's that pulling energy we're taking. And so with stillness, you're forced to meet that. But when you just when you meet those wounds or that emptiness or those voids, you just be with it and you let presence touch it. You fill yourself up on a different level. And then from that fullness, there's emanation, there's radiance. So if stillness is a topic you're interested in, I'm going to be doing a masterclass on it uh, Thursday, February 2nd, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. There'll be a live version, but you can still sign up to get the recording. Just make sure you do it by the date. Um, I've been noticing just a lot in my teachings through my retreats and stuff on social media is that stillness is a hard thing for many people. And, uh, and so I, I really want to go into this topic and offer a roadmap for you because I've spent a ton of time in stillness, close to 10,000 hours of meditation now, maybe more. So if anything in this podcast spoke to you, if you want to go deeper into this topic, if you're interested in responding versus reacting and feeling full within yourself, then I think you'll get a lot out of this. You can learn more at coreymascara.com forward slash masterclass or go to the link in the show notes, which will uh, give you all the details and tell you how to sign up. All right, well, thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.